Oh, yeah. Linux in the house. Shizzle McNizzle. Driving back from Ohio Linux Fest, we're gonna do a Linux in the happy yow. And I'm gonna hold it so you don't get us in a car crash. So why why don't you walk us through Pages Adventures at Linux Fest, starting from um, where we stopped recording last time? Okay. Well, we got to the hotel. We went up to our room, which did not have any complimentary candy despite paying a hundred bucks a night for it. They did, however, have like unlimited shampoo and conditioner, which was nice. Cause I mean, those little hotel bottles of shampoo and conditioner just are not enough, you know? Not for these luscious locks anyway. Um, and um, we, got, we got our stuff out. And then we decided to go down to the lobby, I guess, and hang out with whoever we could find. Or did we go get food first? Or did we do that and then go get food? We went downstairs and... We saw... Who did we see first? Did we see Alan first? Blake was in the back, upstairs in his room, going to the bathroom. Was the Alan bathroom. down there? I think Alan was down there. No way. Was Joel down there? Um, yeah, Joel was down there. Was it Joel? Because he showed you his, um... No, Joel wasn't there. Oh, wait, was he? Yeah, he showed you his, um, galaxy whatever, whatever. Was Joel... Was that, was that, no, no, was that first, before we went to grab something to eat? Well, that might have been after we went to grab something to eat. But there were people down there that we ran into. Yeah. Damn, that, that's, that's not good, Paige. Who was it? There were three, three people, weren't there? Um. Chillaxing on the couch. It must have been Joel then. I thought it was. I thought Joel was one of them. Oh, anyway. Okay. Carry on. Okay, anyway. Um, I think I we... know who it was. It. I just don't... I, I can't remember at that point whether it was Joel or... Anyway, after that... Um, didn't we, like, chat briefly and then go over to the food court slash shopping place. Um, we got some Chinese food, even though we were going to have Chinese food for dinner. Um, so, we got some food, and then we ate, and um, met up with some people while we were eating. Who did we meet up with? Richard. Richard showed up, yeah. And, um, Robert. Robert, is that or, his name? Or Dancy, yes. Okay. Okay, I didn't, I don't, and I don't really, I didn't remember his 
his also, name. Uh, Verbal and Mrs. Verbal were there. That air conditioner is going to get right up in this speaker. Uh, right now it is getting hot. Turn on the air conditioner. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, oh, that's better. <laughs> and uh, then we chatted with them for a while, talked about stuff, especially jobs and stuff like that. And, um, and after that, I think we went, didn't we then go into the lobby and chill out, uh, to chill out? Yeah. Is that when we saw Alan? Well, that, I know that, I'm, I... I don't think we saw Alan when we first got there. I think we saw Alan after we you ate. You know who I think it was on the couch? Who? I think it was, if I'm recalling correctly, I think it was originally right there when we first got there. It was Joel... Russ from the Techie Geek Show and Russ's father, wasn't it? Bill? Was that it? Or were they there when we went back? No, I think they were there when first. They, I know whoever they, whoever was there when we first got down there was there after we got back too, weren't they? No, I don't, I don't know if they were. I think like at least two of them were. I think one of them might have been gone. Well, anyway, I think we got back in there. We got back in there, and everybody was sitting in the um, the area where the free food was going to be. Where they were making the popcorn and stuff, right? Right. Yeah. And that's when Lincoln Allen showed up, and Joel was there, and Rich was there, and a bunch of other people showed up. And um, Link's wife. Link's wife, Michelle. And... Um, and then you had Robert and uh, you had Door to Door Geek was there, Steven. I don't think Cody Cooper had showed up at that point, but Matt Enders, I believe, was already there. Anyway, continue on. Um, okay. There was a lot of people there. Yeah, there was a lot of people. Although, no, there really weren't, actually. Uh, well, then they, a lot of people, a lot showed, of people showed up on Saturday. There were not a lot of people on Friday. Yeah, but on Friday when the free food came out, that's when Oh, yeah, that's when everybody came out. Yeah, so, like, a little bit after we ate um, our lunch, I guess you would call it, even though it was in the middle of the afternoon, um, they started pulling out the free food. I mean... We were both stuffed, but I mean, you know, it's free food. I mean, you can't say no to free food. You, you can say no to those hot dogs, though. Those hot dogs were disgusting. But, I mean, the rest of it was free, you know? It was all free. But it was free. Right, free. So, I had some nachos, you know. Those were really good. And everything, it was all just really good. And Rich, man, Rich was packing it in there. I know. He got, he got like a plate and like what, three what, bowls. What, 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 Rich, Rich was really going to town, and he, he had um a baked potato, right? He had a cookie from Subway while we were eating, yeah, eating some, some lunch, and then because I had, I had udon soup, and, and I had ramen. Had, I mean, um, lo mein, you had ramen, whatever. Our special lo mein, and then we went back up. And that, that, was the, that was the first time we really had eaten since 3 o'clock. Well, aside from the, the meat sticks. And Which were terrible. And elk and... Um, antelope. I like antelope. both. Anyway. The antelope was okay, I think. But the elk one was nasty. And we went... Um, Rich had like... I think he had a hot dog, didn't he? 
And he had pasta with meatballs, and a baked potato, and nachos, and nachos, and a plate of chips. Man, he was going to town. And I think that—that's the tough part. It's free food, but we were all going out to beat the Mongolians, like an, an hour, hour after that, like an hour after not that. even. Yeah. By the time we were done, we only had like 45 minutes to to rest. And then we we all went to. Well, continue on. Um, well, okay, so we were all... This is your perspective, not mine. (laughs) Well, it keeps switching. We're obviously not very good writers. Um, so we stuffed our faces after we stuffed our faces. After we hadn't stuffed our faces. And then, um, we chatted for a while, and then everybody slowly made their way over to BD Mongolians. Um, I've never been there. I had never been there, so I didn't really know what to expect. But we got there, and, like, the place was packed, and the lady who was, um, trying to seat us was, like, really irritated from the get-go. Like, she had that, I can't even deal with this face. So I'm really glad she didn't end up, like, being our waitress or whatever. I think she might have been the manager. She was, like, really cranky looking. The waiter was really good. The waiter was was good, but that lady, I don't know. She gave me a bad vibe. I didn't like her face. Anyway. And why why did you feel bad? Oh, well, because we walked down. We, like, we all got into kind of these, like, weird little groups as we walked down. Or there was this one, there was this one group of about, like, eight of us. And we walked down, and then, like, while we were there waiting for them to figure out table seatings, like, other people kept coming in. And there was this one guy that we came down with, who like, by the time we had all sat down, he didn't get a seat. Yeah, I know, I felt really bad I felt so him. bad. I was like, I wanted to give him my seat. I was I so I, I felt really bad, because when you called that to my attention, I, I started looking around for him. I, I wanted to make sure that he was, you know, he was okay, or, you know, he just didn't get like, left out in the dust. Yeah. But he, he ended up being with the next group then. Yeah, I kept looking at you. I was like, go make sure he's with somebody. He was. He was with a whole bunch of other... Uh, he was with Steve uh, McLaughlin and a bunch of other guys. Do you uh, know what his name was? I can't remember his name. Yeah, I don't... I, th- I think... I'm terrible with names. Go I'm ahead. terrible with names, too, man. He was in a blue shirt. Yeah. Okay. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, he, he is a really nice guy. Um, and so... But, um... But it was pretty good. I mean... It wasn't the best food I'd ever had. It was okay. I feel like I don't think I got enough sauce, you know? It's just like, it wasn't very flavorful. Um, yeah, you didn't put enough sauce on it. Yeah, I know. You didn't have enough hot in your sauce either. Well, you know, like, the dude freaking put my food on the grill, and like, I mean, I ended up with like three meatballs that I did not put in my food for one. Um, I, I did not, I got seafood, like all seafood. I did not get meatballs, but, um, like he just like poured the sauce on, flipped it once and then put it on the plate. Like he didn't even let the sauce cook on it. So I I guess, I don't know if that's how it goes, but it was not very flavorful. Um, so that was all right. It wasn't the best. The rice was okay. Everything. But Joel was excited, man. He was all about going, wasn't he? Yeah. Loves that place. 
Who was disappointed that we weren't going to the... Oh, was it Richard who was, like, who thought we were going to the Brazilian barbecue place? No, that was... Who was that? I thought that was him. He thought we were going to the Brazilian no, barbecue place. No, I think that place. was Steven. Steven McLaughlin. I, th I think it was Steven McLaughlin because I don't... Rich had never been there before, so he didn't know that there was a Brazilian bar, oh. uh, Brazilian barbecue place. I didn't even know there was a Brazilian barbecue place. Well, so I know somebody was disappointed because they thought that's where we were going. Right. That sounded good, though. Um, yeah, but you know, and that's the thing. If we were going to go to a Brazilian barbecue, I would not have eaten uh, udon. I would not have eaten any of the free food because one, Brazilian barbecue is really good, and but it's a little on the expensive side. Like, yeah. you probably paid, like, $30, $40 a person there. Oh, my God. But, anyway, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, so we finished eating, and then, um, uh, oh, by that time, you had already had, like, five beers. No. Yes. I you had like three there because they gave you a free one, remember? Yeah. <laughs> so you had. Oh, yeah, that's right. I guess you're right. It would have been five. Beers. Yeah, you had two beers at the hotel too. Were they free that beers? That was spread out over a long period of time. It was not that long. You had two yeah, beers at the ho at the hotel, and you had three beers at the Mongolian two barbecue. Beers, two beers. Three. At the hotel, I had. Two yeah, beers. I know. That's what I said. And then you had right. three at the barbecue. Gosh. No, let's not talk about that. Nobody wants to hear about that. Everybody wants to hear about that. Um, but I guess you did not live up to your usual Dan standards because everybody was like, what's wrong? You're not going to drink anymore? Gosh. You're like an embarrassment. You haven't even embarrassed me yet. Jeez. So what we do afterwards oh, is we the more important topics in me. You're like blushing. Um, afterwards, we came back, yeah, and, um, then... We sat around in the lobby and we kind of just all talked and stuff, right? I believe we did. And then after a little while we ended up taking Joel home. Yes, we did. And we got some um, some books for the raffle we were going to have the next day, uh -huh. um, as well as a box of like pins or something. Or, but yeah, that's, that, was, that probably doesn't sound good. Um, <laughs> box of pins or something and Pearson. Pearson wait was it no it was yeah, Pearson, it was Pearson. Addison Wesley okay. yeah okay anyway. um and uh, on our way back you decided it would be a great idea to get me White Castle even though we had already had like the equivalent of two dinners you thought we should just go in go through the drive through and grab some White Castle so that happened, and um, and we got the food from the lady, and you handed it to me, and I was just kind of like, I had this dreading feeling in my stomach. I was like, oh my gosh, I really hope this night doesn't end with vomit. But it did, it did. It, I'm not there yet. I am not there yet. So we got back to the hotel, and we made it up to our room, and. Man, I was really tired, I think. I think we were both really tired, because, I mean, you, you we it both got... It sounded like there was, like, a chore to get up to the room. All we did was take the elevator one floor. <laughs> well, we took the elevator, but, like, I mean, it's tiring. 
elevators. I hate elevators. And I hate elevators. Um, but we got into the room. I feel like I'm saying um too much. My science teacher does that. It's really annoying. We got to the room and we uh, we put the white castle on the dresser. And I mean, I had to like mentally prepare myself. And I had to get psyched, ready to do this, ready to eat again, the third dinner of the night. So I think I changed into like my pajamas first and then prepared for the food. So I walked over to the dresser as slowly as possible. You were like, hurry up, what's the hold up? And I was like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Trying to force back the tears. And you handed me a burger. And I mean, it was all, a, it was a blur from there. No, but um, they taste exactly like the microwave ones. Like the ones you can buy at the store. The microwave they taste exactly like that and i'd never had a white castle before except for the microwave ones and they were okay they were pretty good um and the fries weren't that good but i mean that's not really what you go to white castle for anyway um and you got like the um the 10 burgers and the two things of fries and the two drinks meal or whatever number so seven. yeah number seven so there was like five in between both of us. I think I managed to eat three and I gave you the rest because like, no. <laughs> no way. Yeah, Friday night was like three o'clock in the morning, get like a small sandwich and some, uh, what was it, Wawa at three o'clock in the morning and then drive all the way to Ohio and not eat again until three o'clock in the afternoon. And then it was like pig out from three o'clock. You know what? From three o'clock in the afternoon on Friday to um to like ten o'clock in the morning on Sunday is a big pull it's like a huge blur of eating food. Well, we did more than eat food. But we ate but a lot of food. Oh my god. That was pretty bad. I mean we, we so probably could have we could have if we could have just like not eaten lunch that one day Friday and it just like maybe had a little bit at the uh, We should have just held out for the free food. Held like, out for the free food. And even like cut that in half. Yeah. But next time we will have more right, intuition anyway. about it. Oh okay, so my you goodness. went to bed and you got up the next morning. I got up very unwillingly because I mean like it wasn't even that late when we got to bed. We got to bed at like 11 o'clock or something. We didn't have to get up till like 8 o'clock or something like that, right? Yeah, right there, buddy? Yep. Stay strong. Um, we got up pretty early. Not too early, though. I mean, the opening keynote was at 9 o'clock, and we didn't even really go to it. Um, but we got up at, like, 8 o'clock. We got all ready for the day. And, um, and then we went downstairs for the free breakfast. But I was so full from the night before. Like, I was stuffed. I could only eat, like, half a muffin and some apple juice. You had, um, I think you had like a plate, you had some uh, breakfast potatoes and um, a sausage or something, but you were pretty full too, weren't you? Yeah, I didn't eat much. Yeah, we didn't eat very much for that breakfast. Like the breakfasts, except for um, this morning, because this morning I kind of picked out a little bit, and I'm regretting it a little bit now, um, but the breakfast, usually like we weren't very bad about. Um, 
They had pretty good breakfast, though. Those breakfast potatoes were really good. They were. I mean, price, you know, what you get for staying there at the Drury, good, 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 good. Yeah. Carry on now. Um, so after that, like, during breakfast, we met up with Alan and Link, I think. Or were we, did we meet up with Alan and we were waiting for Link to go? Like, we were ready, waiting to go. We were waiting for Link. Is that what it was? Um. Like, we had finished eating and then... And then, like, right a little bit after we had finished eating, then Link came down with his wife with, what was her name? Michelle. Michelle? That's what I thought. Yeah, that, that's what happens. We ended up all... And then, um, and then Michelle stayed back to eat some breakfast, but Link came with us to help us get set up over at our table. So... And Joel was already over there. Yeah, Joel was already over there. He had his little netbook set up, and he was doing nothing. But he was sitting... He's doing something. I mean, he was in his own little world over there. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing during the whole thing, but he kept, like, doing some sort of live thing or something like that that nobody was paying attention to. I know he had or watching. Google Plus going there, doing a Google Plus hangout recording, you know, Audacity something. I don't know exactly what it was. <laughs> like, I think the whole time he only had, like, one viewer, but that one viewer might have been Richard because Richard pulled it up uh, to look at it. So they weren't really sure during the whole thing. Uh, yeah, but, but, it was one of those things I think he was trying it out because we didn't even have anything planned. But go ahead. Yeah, we didn't really have anything planned um, except for the raffle. But So we went over, uh, we set up, we, we went over to where um, OLF was happening. We went into our room and we set up and everybody kept commenting on how small it was this year. Because I guess it was kind of tiny or something. Was it... Has it been bigger in the past? Yeah, it's been, uh, the last time we were, I was there, it was, uh, about twice the size. Well, it's hard to say. I, but I think there was more vendors there in the previous years. Um, this, it was in a single room, and I think it might have been like that last year, but I wasn't there last year. It used to be out in that hallway right there. Yeah. That's where it used to be. But didn't they, didn't, like, somebody say that, like, they had it a lot bigger, but then there would be a lot of empty tables, too? Or something like that? I think somebody had said that there was, yeah, last year there was, it was in that. So that, I guess that's why they decided to, um, I guess that's why they decided to move it into the small room, because last year was, uh, there was a lot of empty tables and room, uh, room that wasn't used, but... So we got set up, we put out all the books that we were going to be raffling away, and um, and we put out the pins that we were giving away, and some flyers that nobody took. Actually, a couple people did take them, I was surprised. Yeah, flyers that were two years old. Yeah, did they have a date on them? Then who cares? Yeah, no, they said like 2010. Whatever. Or 2011. We'll get somebody on the ball to change it, jeez. Um... Or make new ones, I mean. But we... So we set up and everything. And we got our uh, our big old sign put up behind us. Along with, like, a... A flat... Uh, like, a, a rotating, like, electronic sign or whatever. An LED sign. Yeah, LED sign. And that was cool. And uh, then, I guess... I think that's when I started, like they gave me the job of handing out raffle tickets so I, I was the raffle ticket hander outer and that was actually a lot of fun 
Um, some people thought it had to do with the raffle that was going on up front, so some people were like, no, I don't want any. And I was like, it's free. I mean, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't want free tickets. But I guess that kind of came back to bite us in the butt because by the time the raffle came, like, we kept calling out numbers and nobody was there for those numbers. That happens every year. Oh, but I, we didn't really pick a very good time to do it. There was a lot of people who came afterwards who were like, did we miss the raffle? And we were like, yeah. Yeah, like, like, I don't know why I got it in my head that the, the, end, the conference ended at 5 and the keynote, the key, and the keynote started at 5 when they actually started at 6. So we should have we should have just let it go from at 5.50 instead of 4.50. Like, this is what I said, let's do it at 4.50. And we never prearrange any of this stuff and we should uh, next year or next conference we go to make sure that we arrange it at a time to do it. And, and they were originally going to do it, no, well, nobody had planned when we were going to do it. And then they were like, well, we'll do it at 5. And then I'm like, well, no, we should do it at 4.50 so that we can, um, it, it's in between the, the talks and we can get people in. And Alan programmed the sign to say 5.30. Did he really? Yeah, he originally Well, nobody did. was looking at the he sign anyway. It went by too fast. And then I said, no, man, it's at 4.50. We should have done it at 5.50. But that's neither here nor there because we're done. Go ahead. Um, well, yeah, there was not a lot of time. Like, there was, like, not really any time except for a small break, like, in between the talks and stuff. There's usually talks would go 50 minutes and then maybe 10 minutes and then, and then but like in the middle of like after a couple talks there was like a small break there was like a bigger a break than the 10 minutes but like there was not a lot of time in between talks and stuff no. I could only I only went to like wait no I went to like four didn't I, I well why don't you talk about the talks you went to okay so the talk. first the first talk that I went to was the desktop environments that um, that, um, Steve Robachan, door to door key, yeah, okay. that he did. And what, what, what did you um, say? That was pretty cool. I can't remember the name of like that the thing that he had up that let him switch between, but he had this like thing that he could switch between desktop environments, like from his desktop. And it was right. pretty cool, like, he could go to, like, from, like, KDE to, um, to, like, Cinnamon or whatever. I think it was KDE Cinnamon. Oh, uh, Gnome okay, 3, XFCE4, FEWM, and maybe something else. I wasn't there, but I had spoken, I was talking to him afterwards, and I can't remember the distribution that he was using to do that. It was, like, Hybride or something. Hybride, that's Hybride, was that Hybride. Hybride. Um, but that looks really cool. Which one did you find most impressive with the desktop? Um, hmm. I thought they were all pretty cool. I liked, um, um I can't choose. They were all really cool. I like the hybrid in general. You know? But that's a distribution. That's not I know. Oh, okay. Well, I like... What do I use now? KDE. I was gonna say KDE. There you go. I thought I thought that was probably what I used. I like KDE. All right. Um. Then after that, I I went to the command line talk. 
Well, that was after lunch. Yeah. Is that the next one you went to? I think so. I don't think I went into. I don't think I went to any more that that morning. Okay. Uh, well, was that after lunch? Well, it was, was after. I lunch. thought it was right before lunch. It was after lunch. Are you sure? What? I thought it was the no. second line of talks. No, I'm pretty sure it was after lunch. No, 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 no. It had to be before lunch because after that was the LibreOffice one and that was before lunch. No, I think it, it wasn't it the first one on the Meet the Penguin track? No, the first one was, des- was desktop environments, then LibreOffice, and then command line. Was that it? Okay. Command line was after lunch. Okay. Alright, yeah, I think you're right. But was music for musicians after lunch also? Yeah, that was after command line. I went, the order of the things I went to was the um, desktop environments, command line, music software for real musicians, and then the Flowblade video editing. Okay, so the next one I went to was the command line. I don't really know who did the command line. I think, I don't know who he was. I don't remember. But he did a really good presentation. I feel like I learned a lot from that. That was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. That's good. And, like, it helped reinforce some of the stuff that you taught me, like, at 11.30 one night. Oh. <laughs> uh, like, the, the manual, how it gets the manual, and how to list, and how to make it a more detailed list. But then I moved, uh, and, the, and, like, the remove, and then I learned how, like, substitute things in, or stuff like that. That was pretty cool. And so after that talk, I was actually had my laptop out and I was fiddling around with the terminal, like moving things around and removing things that I didn't want and stuff like that. And that was pretty cool. Um, so I hope that I can learn more command stuff. I mean, some more, yeah, some more commands and stuff like that. And actually, a little bit later that night, I downloaded that like terminal thing for my phone. Okay. And I was messing with that. I was like looking at the stuff like in my SD card and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. I thought you were excited when you could actually when you were actually listing your SD card. Yeah, yeah, because like I couldn't figure it out because I'm pretty sure on my on my computer terminal, um, I had to like type in what I thought that I typed in like where I want to go and then LS or where I want the list to come from and then LS and it would show me the list. Is that right? Well, if you mean change the directory you want to list, list yeah. Well, you can change the directory you want to list and then do ls in that directory, or you can do an ls and then the path to the directory you want to list. Because to put it, changing the directory and then putting ls on my phone wouldn't work. I had to put ls and then the path to the directory. It wouldn't work the other way around. Um, so I figured that out, and that was pretty exciting. <laughs> And, I mean, I didn't really actually do anything. I just kind of looked to see what was where and stuff like that. Um, But that was a lot of fun. And so, after the command line, or the command basics talk, um, I went back to the booth and I started handing out more tickets and stuff. We handed out a lot of tickets. Like, a lot, a lot, a lot of tickets. I wish I hadn't handed out so many tickets because then we started moving on to the red tickets and I feel like there was an unfair advantage towards like one over the other. Like, I don't know. I wasn't looking when I pulled them out, but I mean, 
It was a lot easier to grab the yellow ones than the red ones. There were a lot more of them. Well, that's just neither here nor. How is the uh, um, other? Uh, I'm getting there. Don't rush right. me, fool. Don't rush me. Man. Okay, so uh, the next one up was the music software for real musicians. And that one was okay. Um, it wasn't what I expected it would be. The name was a little misleading because there actually was not a lot of like name dropping and like um, software like suggestions. It was actually like um, the title of the presentation when I got in there was 10 tools or 10 um, like uh, things musicians can do on the computer or with computers. And so, in reality, it was not a lot of, like, software-based things or programs that you can use if you're a musician. There were a couple of them that I already knew about that he showed us, but, like, not a lot of um, softwares or programs. And he talked a lot about, um, like, how he plays guitar and he had like a rock background and he didn't know how to read music so a lot of stuff that like helps you to read music and stuff and I know how to read music and I, I do not play guitar so it was okay but I mean, well, I, I'm still not clear on what he actually talked about like, he like talks what, how, about, how did he say about learning how to read music with uh, well okay what he did was basically he went and like a list of things you can use the computer for that relate to playing music. So, like, the very first thing he talked about was how, um, when he took up, like, a position in his church or whatever playing guitar, uh, they all read music, like, in, a, like, a, um, um, like a head sheet or whatever. Like, music, like, where it gives you, like, chords and stuff. Okay. Uh, and he told, talked about, like, how he couldn't read it, and it was in, like, a different key than he could read. And so, how he went online and used, like, online resources to change the key and um, make it readable and stuff like that. Okay. Which doesn't really help me because... Kind of transposed it, is what you're saying? Yeah, but it doesn't really help me because I'm not in jazz band anymore, so I don't really worry about chords too much. Okay. So, uh, that was... That was kind of informative, uh, especially because I used to be in jazz band, so I knew kind of what he was talking about. Like, I understood why you would need to um, be able to, like, transpose it and stuff like that and know how to do that. Um, but since I'm not in jazz band anymore, it's not, I don't know if it's a skill I'll ever need again. I might be in jazz band again, I don't know. So I guess that's a nice skill to have under my belt now to know that I can do that. Um, and he talked about other stuff too, mainly, but like the main thing he talked about after that was um, like music online, like um, electronic music, okay. like programs that uh, that you can use to like synthesize, like like synth like um, electronic drums and stuff like that. That you can, and programs to edit. Um, audio clips that you record of yourself playing that you can edit and how he does a lot of like electronic music and about how he um he used to like put on concerts and stuff with it okay and it wasn't really like 
my line of music. So I contemplated, I contemplated leaving a couple times because, I mean, it wasn't really anything I was interested in. But I was on the other side of the room, like away from the doors, and I didn't want to be rude and walk all the way across the room. So I just stood, I just um, stuck around for it. I did learn some stuff that was pretty cool, but nothing that was really useful. Although there were a lot of people in the room who looked like they got some good information about what they wanted to know, so that's cool. It wasn't a bad talk, it just wasn't for me, you know? Okay. Um, so, after that, um, was the Flowblade video editing thing. That, uh, that was Claw 2. I don't remember who the um, music one was, but I know that the Flowblade was Claw 2. And that was really good. I really liked that. That was pretty cool. I still not. I'm still unclear as to how the music one related to Linux. They almost sound like oh, it wasn't. Um. Well. Okay. Well, we'll backtrack back to that one for a second. The it related to Linux in that he used to work with. Um. I think it was Microsoft. Either Microsoft or Windows is what he used to do a lot of his. his um, well, that's one and the same. Apple and Microsoft. Same. Apple and Microsoft. No, Windows and Microsoft. Well, Microsoft and Windows, same company. Okay. Well. Ah. Why would I know anything about that? Uh, okay, carry on. Anyway, you raised me on Linux. It's not like I've ever, aside from school, which we just. Well, no, I, I I didn't know if you had, if you meant like Apple and Microsoft. Those are two different products. I don't really remember Windows what you used. Microsoft, same thing. I don't really remember what okay. he is. Um, not, not really important. It, no, it's not at all. So, stop talking for a minute. Um, he used to use not Linux okay. for his music, his, his electronic music. And when he had to move over to Linux, he had to find different things to use. Uh-huh. Or he found different things to use. And so I think most of like how it related to Linux was him telling people who used Linux about about um like ways they could do some things versus um what he used before okay but there wasn't there wasn't really a lot of that there was like one or two times when he was like when he talks about how uh he had to use find a different program to use and that was like with rose garden you okay. know about rose garden yeah, I know about rose. um and how he used to use something different and now he uses but he doesn't even really use those programs. It's just like things he's heard from other people. So I guess that was like the, the one or two ways that he made it about Linux. But I don't think it was really that much about Linux. Okay. I mean, if anybody who listens to this when went to that talk thinks differently, I mean, they could leave a comment or something telling me I'm wrong. But I just, I don't, I didn't really feel like there was a lot about Linux, just music in general. Okay. Um. So you can move on to the next one. Okay. The Flowblade uh, talk, I thought was really cool. And especially after the music one, because in the music one, let me backtrack for like one more thing I just had to add. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but one more thing I had to add is that like, in a music, um, and talk about music, I was kind of expecting there to be, like, examples of, like, of things that he edited or did in his music programs and stuff that he could play, 
but he didn't. He just took like screenshots of different things that he uses and like how they were different and how they were similar to like other things. So there was not any like audio and we, didn't, we couldn't hear any examples and that was kind of disappointing. That kind of made it a little boring for me because I was expecting to hear some like some cool audio things that he had done but he didn't really show any of that. Um, but then, then you go next to the Flowblade one, and basically the whole talk was done right in the, the app, the, um, the program. Uh-huh. He, uh, he did right there, he was splicing together video clips and showing us how the whole thing works, and I thought that was really cool versus some screenshots and slides. So that was really cool. Um, and I really liked the look of the program. And it's really interesting and I kind of want it because I used to use um, this other video editor and I think it was the video editor or it was very similar to the video editor that he was using um, in like the first five or ten minutes that he was showing us that was not Flowblade that was something else um, that was something else that he I think used to use or something like that and so it was either similar to that or that program that I used to use and it was not very like it was not very forgiving and it would crash on me all the time because it would get overwhelmed but then like the Flowblade program looks just so like sleek and clean and it looks very forgiving because it's like it doesn't it it like the the default doesn't let you like cut out other clips and put other clips in it automatically like moves them into spaces so if you have this one clip that you got perfect and you accidentally like drop another clip over it it won't like cut around like into that clip it'll literally go in between two clips and i thought that was yeah, really cool it'll push, it it'll, it'll push them the aside the the yeah i thought that was really cool and you can make like a lot of different um different tracks and stuff like that or something um, to like reduce the chances sequences. of yeah different sequences to uh, cut back the resources yeah um, and I thought that was really cool and so that looks like a really fun and interesting program to use and I think I might actually use that or try that out that looks cool and that was the last talk I went to do you have anything to add? No, go ahead. Because, I mean, you went to the Flow Blade one, too. So do you want to say what you thought about it? They don't want to hear me. They just want to hear you. Um, okay. <laughs> and so, uh, after that, I think we, well, we had to leave, like, five minutes early or something like that. Not too early. Um, to go back over to the booth, like, before the raffle. Yeah, that's right. We had to really get to see the end of that. Um, I don't think there was too much more though. It was only a couple minutes. So we went back to the booth and um, we got ready for the raffle. And the raffle was pretty cool, except like I kind of felt bad because we gathered like all these people over to have like 12 of them win books and the rest leave kind of irritated and disappointed. That's a raffle, you know? Yeah, I know, but like. I guess. I mean, some of them didn't even really want the tickets, I could tell. And I guess those are probably the people who didn't show up that we called, like, their numbers and nobody came to get anything. 
And I know at the beginning of the day, like, we didn't know what time we were even having the raffle, so I don't think a lot of people knew what time it was going to be at. Yeah, but you know what? We put up a sign and... We kept saying it to people, so... Yeah. Yeah. Next year, next time, next show that we do a raffle at, we have to arrange it. Well, Better. Better. We never seem to do, get, get that arranged right. Carry yeah. on. Um, I'll get on you next time and make sure you arrange it before we actually go. And so after, that was pretty cool. We gave away, I don't know if it was actually 12 or not, but we gave away some books, some good ones. You actually really wanted one of them, but other people got it. So maybe you can order that for yourself. Yeah, it was a DevOps book, but, you know, there to give away to the, to the audience. Yeah. Make Of course, I did have a raffle ticket in my pocket, and I kept forgetting to check it, so I don't know. I don't know if I actually ever won anything or not. Anyway. Um, so after that was all said and done, I think after that, I think we all just started... Is that when we started packing up and getting ready to go out to dinner? Yes. Okay. Oh, and I forgot to say that we went to the North Market for lunch and had some good food. Uh-huh. And some good pastry food or whatever. Um, so, okay. So, after the raffle, we started packing up. You took my bag and you went back up to the room to put that away. Well, um, I stayed back and helped Link pack up and clean up the table. And, um, and then after that, we all went out to a really good Greek place. Happy Greek. The Happy Greek. That was really good. I had some, um, I had calamari dinner or whatever. That was really good. Really, really good. We got like the, the flaming cheese or whatever. That was good too. It was all good. And then after that, I got like really good chocolate and almond baklava, which was also very good. Um, what did you get? Uh, shawarma. Shawarma. Yeah, that's right. There was a lot of shawarma at the table. Shawarma and I think one gyro. I thought I was the only one that got shawarma. I thought the other two got gyro. Oh, did they? I, I thought, thought I thought Joel got shawarma. No, I think Joel. Joel I thought Joel got gyro. Really? Because he couldn't stop talking about the shawarma. Oh, maybe he did. I think. Because he kept he kept saying the Marvel the um, Avengers reference, so I think he did get shawarma. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um. So that was good, and then. We headed back. Uh, I had hoped we had missed the ending keynote, but we didn't. So we sat through some of that. Just kidding. Um, but we sat through some of that with. Well, um, I don't know. I don't really know where they went, but Link and Alan disappeared somewhere. I don't know if they went back to their rooms or not. But Michelle and Richard were there. Um, because they were checking their tickets to see if they won anything. They didn't win anything, not like the laptops or anything. 
Um, and then after that was the party at the Three-Legged Mare or whatever. Yeah, we had the... We were waiting because Rich was like, he was cold, so he was going to get his cardigan. No, it was not a cardigan. It was a fleece, damn it. Well, whatever. We stood down there for a half an hour waiting for him. I know. We were waiting and waiting. Oh, I was like, I was getting then, really irritated because it was cold in that like lobby area. It was really cold. So I was like, you were like, okay, why don't you go, um, go up the escalator? And if he's not there, by the time he comes down, we'll just leave him. And I was like, okay. So I went up the escalator. And I, was, I decided to wait because I had like, I was walking up the escalator as I went up, so I was actually up there pretty quick. So I decided to wait for a minute. And I was about to come down, but you started walking over with, um, were you, Ed. was somebody with you? What? Ed. Ed? Oh, with Ed. Yeah, I kind of felt bad that if we would have left and he would have come back. And getting to the three legged mare was almost like walking back towards the Drury and up again. Yeah. So, it's a Klaatu, Robert, or Nancy, and um, Verbal, and some other, another guy, they were all going out to a Persian restaurant, and they were heading back to Memphis, so we just all walked back. Yeah, it kind of felt like we were following them. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Only to find Rich standing in the... Yeah, seriously. Sitting. Sitting. He was standing, chilling sitting. out. We went Same back into the, the Drury. We went all the way back, through the food court or whatever, up, down the elevator, into the, the lobby. We went around over towards, um, I think we saw... Alan. Alan. We saw Alan. We went over, and we were like, hey, do you know where... where um, and he went. And he was like, oh, yeah, he's around the corner. And so we, we, we turned the corner to find him sitting relaxing no not just sitting relaxing he was reclined relaxing in in a chair um next to uh steven steven yeah they were just relaxing there and we were like come on man what are you doing and um joel was like didn't you get my text and you were like what what text it was like the one i just sent it was like what five minutes ago he was like yeah you we were like, by the time, like five minutes ago, we were already halfway here. It's like, you, you left like 25 minutes ago. It's like, no excuses. That was, because I mean, we felt bad. And that's why we went back to make sure we weren't leaving him behind. Only to find that he was just chilling out. I don't know what he was waiting for. I don't know. I don't know if he expected us to come back. But like, apparently he was going to go with somebody else. Sure. So in all truth, we were the ones being left behind. That's it. Anyway, so by the time we got there to find him reclining and relaxing, um, there was other people ready to go. So we all just went as this big clump to Three Lake Mare, ready to get our party on, ready to party hardy. Party till we puke. Um, and we got there. There was free food, which was it was always good, but um, and it was okay. But, I mean, like, it was kind of, it was like bar food, so it was kind of greasy, so I couldn't really eat too much. I had, like, a burger. They have little, like, sliders. Yeah, and fried pickles. Fried and pickles. The, like, the, the fried wings. pickles weren't very good. I liked them. I, I only liked the outside of them. I, I liked them because they were, like, actually a, a, a fairly decent pickle that was fried. Most of the time you get fried pickles. It's like a thinly sliced pickle, and it's just... 
you know, it's more battered than anything. This, I like them. I like them. I thought, I think they used, like, spicy pickles or something, because I kept getting a little hint of spice that, like, it wasn't that I wouldn't have liked a little spice, but, like, the spice was not very good spice to me. I didn't really like the the spice flavor. And it had that, it had, um, well, I, I don't think they were buffalo wings. Oh, my God, wings. that's disgusting. There's so many dead bugs on your windshields. I don't think they were oh, buffalo wings. No, they were barbecue. Barbecue wings, and then there was a... Uh, there was shrimp. shrimp. Huge. And, and then there was these... There was um, those, like... Those not really chips, not really tortilla things, like uh, fried like things. Chips. Yeah, but they weren't really chips. They were kind of like bread that had like all sorts of dips. There was like two different kinds of dips. And then there was that thing with the egg in the middle. Oh yeah, that like um I um Robert or whatever he said he told me what it was, but I can't remember. Something like a devil's egg or something. No, uh, not a deviled egg, but but like it was like an egg surrounded by um some sort of meat or something. It kind of looked like dog food. <laughs> but it was like a hard-boiled egg surrounded by, like, meat or whatever. And then there were these, like, balls of meat. And neither... I didn't get the... Like, I didn't build up enough courage to try either one. But... But the rest of the food Somebody was pretty good. Somebody told me the balls were uncut... Were the uncut other things. Oh, really? It's like the same thing. So I didn't try. I don't... I don't know. I was like, wow. No, somebody else told me they were like a hush puppy, but not a hush puppy. They were a lot bigger. I don't know what they were. Yeah, but like you looked inside of them and it was like raw meat inside. So it looked like raw meat inside. So I was like, no, thank you. And, uh, and we ended up, we gravitated around the room after we had eaten like a plate each. We gravitated, started gravitating around the room, talking to people, ended up outside for a minute. You somewhere in that that time frame and entered like the raffle for the last laptop and you actually like your name got pulled along with like 12 other people and you all had to do like a minute long like what would you do for an HP laptop or something like that and right. um and the judges had to decide who would get it and they gave it to um Abel um, who said that he was going to give it to his daughter as a graduation present. I hope, I hope he does, because that would be really cool of him to do. Um, but I mean, they did say you could lie, so I, I don't know. I don't really know him, so I don't know if he'll do it or not. Well, um, six one half a dozen other now, huh? Yeah. Uh, there was one dude who was dancing for it, and that was pretty cool, actually. I would have given it to him, truthfully. But not me? No, you did terrible. Thanks. Was it really that bad? Yeah, it was okay, I mean. But I don't know, I didn't, nah, it was alright. I wasn't really, <laughs> I wasn't feeling it, you know. Oh, you're killing me. It went <laughs> over like a light balloon, huh? Yeah, kind of. Um, but no, it was not that bad. Was there one girl who like ate chicken? or something who like didn't eat chicken or something like that because I know like I saw like one of the there was like two girls who got who got their names pulled and like one of them after she did whatever she did she was like running back through through the bar to like the front door with a napkin over her mouth she looked like she was crying I was like oh my god what happens and somebody said she ate chicken or I don't know if she was like a vegetarian or something like that I have no idea I didn't see anybody else yeah I know but that was weird. 
um some people throughout the party um, and then we eventually settled at a table with Richard and then like really late like gosh it was really late like 11.30 or something is when Klaatu and Robert and um, I don't remember who else was there but they finally got back from that Persian place that they went to so, um, Robert and Klaatu and one of the other guys who was with them that I don't know, they sat with us and we started talking. We all started talking. And we started, we kept on talking till like 12.30. And that's when, um, we started getting ready to go. And, um, they went outside to talk to some other people. And we were trying to get ready to go, but like, like, Richard was ready to go, so then we, I was trying to get you ready to go, and then right when I got you ready to go, he started talking to somebody, and then we had to wait for him, and then it was like, and then you went to the bathroom, and then he was ready to go, and you were in the bathroom, so like, oh my gosh, I was ready to go throughout the whole thing, but man, y'all would just... Well, you wanted me to do some of John O'Bacon, too, so... Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Oh, and you met some dude with, like, the I-fo-whatever shirt. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I love Sasha. So, so um, no, it was the I-Heart I Sriracha shirt, and then the No, I he had... Uh, that's John O. He had the I-Heart Sriracha. Yeah, and then that one dude with the i I love pho. Like, made in Vietnam. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. And y'all started chatting it up. Um, and that was nice. I guess you met a new friend. And after that, we went back to the hotel with Richard. And back at the hotel... And I think once we got there, we just kind of went up to our room and went to sleep. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Because it was late. Got up this morning, ate some breakfast, said goodbyes, and left. No, you ate some breakfast. I ate a lot of breakfast. Uh, I'm really glad I'm not feeling it anymore. But it was pretty good. And now we're driving home, and I can't believe I missed the one exit, and now we got to backtrack. Yeah. I did this the last time I came came back. I I missed the exit. It's it's weird because it's not hard to get there, but coming back, it seems like it's not. It's easy to miss because you have like 64 merches with like four, three or four other roads along the way, and then they branch off. And if you're not paying close enough attention to those branchings. You end up on the wrong road. And you usually aren't because once you get into Virginia is when you like turn off the GPS and start just going your own way. 
Well, once it, it, we're on 64 for like two thirds of the trip, mm -hmm. and you think that oh, you're just gonna follow 64, but it like it, it just we're on 81, we're on 81 now because 64 hooks up with 81 for about 30 miles, and next thing you know. When 81 and 64 branch off from one another, you're, you're stuck if you don't pay. You're not paying attention because it's not well marked. Mm. I can ramble on for hours. Yeah, sure, that's it. It's not well marked. All right. Man, that's my excuse. So, what'd you think of the the whole Ohio Linux Festival experience overall? Overall, I had a really good time. I really enjoyed it. Like itself. I was kind of, um, since it was my first, not just, like, Linux convention in general, but, like, my first convention in general. Like, I had never been to any other, like, convention thingies before. So, like, I was kind of, uh, scared or something. I was, like, not very used to the goings-on and what you're supposed to do. And, wow, that's a huge, is that a beanbag chair? That's weird. Looks like a huge mouth. Anyway, some dude's got a beanbag chair hanging out the back of their car. It's crazy. Um, but like this time, I could kind of like before it's itself. Like I kept making you go to everything with me, and um, I was a little bit nervous like the whole time. But this time, like not only was it different in that. Um, tech show had its own like table and so I could hang out at a table instead of just wandering around the whole entire time but like I went to my own I went to talks on my own and stuff like that and so that was pretty cool and that was a lot of fun and I met some new people and some old people and it all in all was just really really awesome although I will say I was very disappointed by the lack of um external USBs at the table, like there were no um, thumb drives or anything that, that were being given away. Like itself, they were all over the tables, you know, like could have gotten like four itself and then like the other week, like last week in Latin, in my Latin class, my teacher was like, you're going to need, um, you're going to need a thumb drive for your work. So I was like, oh, I'll just get one at OLF. And there were none. I could not get one. Man, HP, the HP table had the best. They had headphones. And I went up to the lady, like, really early in the morning. And I started chatting with her. And um, I was like, man, you got the nicest swag here. She was like, yeah, well, I'm trying to get rid of all of them. I was like, really? She's like, yeah, I don't want to take any of these back with me. And I was like, okay, so I took one, and she was like, no, here, take more. And she gave me, like, three of them. So, man, throughout the, throughout the day, I kept just grabbing them off the table every time I passed. So I ended up with, like, seven of them, and they're really nice. They work really well. You'll make Avery happy. Yeah, give Avery some. She'll, I'll have enough, all the backups for when she breaks them, like, tomorrow. Um... But yeah, it was really fun. I got a lot of stickers for my laptop and stuff. I talked to a lot of tables, or a lot of people at the tables. And um, I learned about Python, and that seems kind of interesting. Might look into that a little bit. So all in all, it was very, 
very fun. I had a really good time. To make you want to learn more about your computer? Yes. It makes me um, more excited to learn more things about the terminal and more commands for the terminal. And it makes me excited to maybe learn some stuff about Python. Um, so it makes me excited to, uh, to get some new, to download some new programs and stuff for my computer. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Sure.